you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Welcome to the Players Podcast. I am so excited because it will soon be Mother's Day and I have an opportunity to talk with a legend, Chester Pitts. And you wouldn't believe he started walking, he walked on the team his second year in college as a sophomore. And get this, his mother went with him to the coaches to help him walk on. Let's listen in. Let's talk about your mother because you've talked about how tough your mom was as you were growing up. Uh, so let's first, what was it like growing up with your mom? So, so my, my mama, my, my mama was, she, she, <laughs> she, she softened some now, you know, when, when she turned 60, she kind of, she, she definitely softened some, but she was, she's a tough cookie now, very loving, but, but growing up, uh, you know, she, she and my dad, they divorced, you know, when, when the kids were young. So when I was, I want to say I was eight, eight or nine. And then I had three siblings behind me because my mom and dad were out of control. They had five kids. I mean, I had four kids in five years. So from the oldest to the youngest is only a five year separation. But mama, mama was tough and she was strong. And after parents divorced, it, um, it put some weight on my shoulders because I had to, I had to pick up slack and I had to make sure that, you know, just the stuff my dad would do on the day to day, you know, that, that kind of fell in my lap. And I was, and when you're the oldest brother, when you're the big brother and the firstborn, you know, to much whom is given much is expected, you know what I mean? You know how that goes. 
Um, I just remember when I was young, mom was the hardest and the toughest on me to do things right and and, and set the example. And uh, my mama mama was tough. And I and I wasn't a bad kid. I was I was mischievous. I was anybody who knows me today. I'm the same as I was as a kid. So I'm I'm always like my brain and my mind is always going. I'm always looking to to learn something new. I can't really sit still. You know, I'm 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 still at, at 41 years old. I might as well be 14 years old because I, you know, keeping me focused and keeping me on task. And now once I lock in, I lock in and I got tunnel vision, but I still What's, what's going on over there? What y'all doing over there? What y'all talking about over there? I still have a lot of that in me where it's and I just go. I just remember, you know, one story that will always stick with me until the end of time was when I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. I found out I was going to be a daddy. So think about it. I'm 41 today and my oldest is 24 years old. You know, it's, it's, it's simple math, right? It, it, it's simple math. Um, and and when my mom found out, she was, man, she was not happy. Wow. God, I remember it, it was one thing to break a dish and get in trouble. Right. But this, this was different because it was, excuse the hell out of me was her mindset. And oh, 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 we want to do grown-up things now. Oh, oh, you think you're an adult now? And and when that happened, it was it was no longer my mom was being a mom raising a baby boy. It was oh, I got a grown I got a grown man that live in my house now, so he gonna have to behave and work and do. So I had to go get a job immediately. All, just like all of the little things mom would do, I now I made my own plate. I had to, you know, on my night, on here's the, on my night, I had to wash all the dishes. But on my night, when it wasn't my night to wash all the dishes, I still had to wash my dishes because exactly, I was a grown up living rent free. So there was the house and the community was, I didn't get to live off the house in the community anymore. And that matter of fact, for like a month, I had to make my own food. So I was eating sandwiches every night when she, you know, she's still making dinner for us. Right. They're eating good. And what am I doing? I'm eating your sandwiches and chips and anything that I could make on my own. And it was, it was purposeful and it was honestly well thought out because it forced me to grow up and grow up in a hurry. Right. And I became in, and I became a better big brother because of it. I became a better son because of it. That that tough love and ultimately having to stand on my two feet for basically everything. Mm-hmm. Now, in turn, like so, everything she had been teaching me along the way, it all culminated and came together. It was just it was you know the conversation you get when you're 18 and you get dropped off in college, or you're 21 and now you can't come back home because you're grown. Right. You know, I, I got that. I got that treatment at 16. So I had to grow up and grow up with, and, you know, in a hurry. I, I can't lie. I, I can't lie. Niz. It was, it worked. <laughs> it she really worked. Back. Just for her to have the wisdom. I want to go back to you coming out the womb, being a big kid. <laughs> how, how did your mom 
because we've had I've had podcasts where even one of the Ravens guys, uh, he, he and his wife's foundation focus on bullying. Being that big, how did your mom help you manage that in the environment of people talking about you? Maybe um, being husky. How was that? Yeah. Well, so so here was you, you talk about an early on life lesson. Right. So so for, so first and foremost, I am no matter where you from, the first thing you see is you're going to see my melon. You're, you're going to see that I'm, you're going to see that I'm brown. You're going to see that I'm a black man. The first thing you're going to see. And then the second thing you're going to see is my stature. Right. So at a very young age, my mom had to have really grown conversations about the way I engage with people that don't look like me. The way I engage with ladies that I mean, you know, folks of the opposite sex. Right. And I'll never forget the way she stressed, especially, you know, when I was 16, the way she stressed that one. Mm -hmm. When I was 16 and she found out that I was, you know, a little bit more grown than she ever expected. Mm -hmm. She stressed the importance of, of 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 consent. She stressed the importance of understanding. You better be clear as day. You better not leave anything up to later somebody feeling uncomfortable because when you're as big as you are and as strong as you are, it it doesn't matter what you say, son. You're not going to win that argument. Unless unless the lady you with bigger than you, and that's probably not gonna happen. Right. <laughs> you know, so so I remember that one when I was older, but when I was young, she stressed the importance of understanding my size and managing my size and and my strength. Because when I would get I was a kid and I would hold it all in, hold it all in, and then I would explode. And I was the kid that I would punch through walls. I was the kid that I would go outside and she would have to put me in the backyard for 10 to 15 minutes and get and just get the hell out of the way because I was too big and too strong because I would hurt somebody. Right. Right. So just, just getting, you know, my mom talked me through like calming down and she taught me a bunch of mechanisms when I was a kid to help me like with my breathing and just making sure that I never get to that point simply because she didn't, she, she, she didn't, she didn't want her baby boy. Cause no matter how big I am, I'm still her baby boy. She didn't want me to have issues simply because I lost control or I, or I lost, you know, lost control of my temper. And, and those are things that she had to teach me really, really early on. But like you said, foresight, wisdom, you know, what it comes down to is it was just a mother's love. And when, you, and when your mother loves you, she's going to find a way to make sure you are right. Your mom had so much wisdom just growing up from the time you get the young lady pregnant at 16, also sit you down, tell you about consent and all of these things, about your size, about people of other races. Yes. As we as we transition, you're fortunate to have your mother's mother uh, still alive. Grandmother, your mother's mother's the only grandparent still alive. Is that correct? Yeah. So, so 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 my maternal grandmother is the only grandparent that I have left. And then for my kids, my kids have one great grandparent that's still alive. And I just, people just don't, I I didn't get, I didn't get to understand that, that experience. They were, 
you know, they were both all gone by the time I, you know, even came out, you know, came into the world. And the way my great grandma looks at my youngest, that's the one that gets me because, you know, I'm my, my kids got some spring. I have a 24 year old. Right. I have a 15 year old. And then I have a seven year old. So I got a baby in each decade for right. the last three, for the last three decades, the nineties, <laughs> the two thousands and 2010s. I got a baby in each decade. Like that doesn't happen all the time. Go for one more. <laughs> Hell, oh, no, I'm not going for one more. Justin, <laughs> you've already told us the first one was not planned. The 50 year old and the seven year old separate decades were, were the two of them planned. <laughs> so, so my 15-year-old was absolutely greenlit and planned. 100% all good, right? But I don't know if you remember. And I remember a couple of years ago when I did that crazy show called The Amazing Race. No, I, I remember you talking about it. Yes. Uh-huh. So, I, so I did The Amazing Race. People don't realize when you do The Amazing Race, you are gone from your family for 30 to 45 days with zero contact because if, if information gets out and you can't you can't run the risk of spoiling a show like right. the amazing race that all that money that you put into the can if people know what's going to happen who's going to watch gotcha. so it is very cloak and dagger secure and everything wow. and my wife hustled me when i came <laughs> when i came back she hustled me and next thing i know Nine months and one day after I got back from the amazing race, wow. seven-year-old was born into this world. So I got hustled. And and she smiles about it every single time. And she knows she hustled me. So yeah, so look, how about that? But yeah, so I, that's how that, that that's the story. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> if we talk about Mother's Day and I'm thinking about my mom and knowing how this pandemic, how it impacted my mom. I mean, almost severe anxiety. And one of the things I had the chance to do, I've gotten vaccinated, they've gotten vaccinated. No one was in the house. They wouldn't let anybody in for almost a year, not even my brother. He had to stay outside. When I finally got back and got in the house, Mm -hmm. uh, Chester, I asked my parents, both of them are now 75. Mm -hmm. I asked them, I said, I want to record you guys. I have uh, three older brothers. I have two older brothers and a cousin that was really like a brother. Gotcha. I, said, I said to them, I said, look, I want to record you guys and I want you to tell me while I'm recording, what are the last things you want to say to each of your children? And so I just started off letting them talk about my other siblings. I really didn't want them to say anything about me. But when we finished I finished recording about my siblings. Then they said, well, you didn't ask us about you. And I said, well, I'm not really concerned so much about me. I just want to get this on tape, right? And so when my mom began to speak, there's a Bible verse that says, honor your father and mother and your life will go well. And man, when my mom talked, she says, I always felt you did the things you did to please me, your mother. And now Mother's Day, I, I just preached a sermon Sunday and I shared with all of the people that were listening, live stream, as well as in the sanctuary. Uh-huh. I said, if your mother is no longer alive, because what typically happens, man, people get in great depression on Mother's Day because they miss their mothers. I said, 
Uh-huh. Write your mother a letter. If you start feeling so much of that anxiety, so depressed about it, write her a letter and a letter just for yourself, just writing and putting in pencil or pen what your mother did, what she did for you. What, what do you remember about her? And then I had one of the ladies text me and just said, I did what you said. I wrote a letter and it's helped me so much. The other thing I didn't think about, Chester, as I segue into asking you a few more questions. Mm-hmm. Now that I have children, three girls and a boy, mm-hmm. I didn't realize while watching my children participate in sports, what it was like for my parents looking at in the stands watching me play, right? Yeah. So I got some questions for you. Not all mothers are into football when their sons start getting into football at whatever age. How did your mom handle you playing a rough sport? So that I'm, I'm glad you asked because that's actually kind of a funny story. So I'm the biggest of so my mom got four kids, right? Right. Three boy, three boys and a girl, and I'm the only big. Like my so both my both my brothers, um, all all so all three of my siblings were all collegiate athletes. Mm-hmm. My baby sister is probably the best athlete of us all. But at UCLA, her freshman year, she tore up her knee, so she didn't get to keep playing. But my mom fought me tooth and nail because she was afraid her baby was going to get hurt. So I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't get to play sports. I didn't remember. I didn't walk on until my second year at San Diego State, and frankly. I was grown and my mama couldn't stop me from playing anymore. <laughs> so I will, I will, now I will say this, my mom, so I, I mean, I wore her down to the point where she was like, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. In, in my freshman year at San Diego State, at San Diego State was when my mom and I went to go, we went to go talk to the coaches. <laughs> so me and my mama went to go hustle and sweet talk to the coaches to let my big butt come play football. How about how you think college? In college, yeah. She wouldn't wow. let me play when I was a kid. No, heck no. Shut it down. Wow. But she let all my siblings. She was tired from fighting with me. So she let all of them. Ain't that crazy? I wow. paved the way, right? I, I knocked down all the barriers. <laughs> but yeah, so so that's how that worked out. So so mom got she was tired of fighting me and let my siblings go. Then with my because she, she made me go. I went to the California Academy of Mathematics and Science. She made me go to an all academics high school that didn't have football, so I couldn't go play football because <laughs> she didn't want her baby to get hurt. Very intentional, sound like. Very intentional. Yeah. But my siblings, they all got to go to you know regular public high school and go complete in sports and all that good stuff. And yeah, so it was, you know, it's just one of those things where you it, it's crazy how it all worked out because now she says. Look what I did for you. Look at all the mileage I saved on your body. That's right. why you lasted in the NFL so long because your mama kept you out the way for all right. those years. Chester, so. what lessons from your mom did you take to the NFL? You got one mouth and you got two ears. Hmm. So you should listen twice as much as you talk. Wow. And that... Falling back on that is what got me through my rookie year. I was, you know, I was just very green at San Diego State. I had, you know, I had decent technique, but not very good. And 
if I ever got beat, all my technique would go out the window and I would just focus and use my athleticism. Uh-huh. Or in the NFL, they drilled at home, technique, 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 right. technique, and only go to your athleticism when you have to. Gotcha. And that is what made me go from a very green San Diego State guy that they took on a flyer in the second round to starting every single game and every single play. Um, hundred, you know, I ended up having 116 straight starts for a new franchise, which was, you know, which was pretty decent. I mean, right. obviously, there's some warriors out there, you know, some some Hall of Fame guys that that have played 200, 225 games, um, but they were also, you know, first round picks and monster. Right. You know, came into great quarterbacks and established systems. Where for us, you know, said, you know, you know, Texas, we were they were just figuring it out because they were brand new to it, like everybody else. Right. Everybody was just figuring it out, right? Um, but that was if I if I had to pick one, that that was a good. I say that was a really good one, like a lesson. And then and then the other lesson was just she always taught when it, when when opportunities come mm-hmm. and opportunities present themselves, you 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 show your best manners. You invite them in, you sit them on the couch, you offer something to drink. And when you do that, opportunities will continue to come your way. And and, and, and those who I really applied and I really believe that that mindset is why today, 10 years out of the league, the contacts that I have, the the relationships that I have, being able to reach and get get a hold to and get help from anyone that I might need in any different sector. You know, I built those relationships when I was playing, right. but doing it the right way is why today they still will show me some love. Final question, Chester. So what are the best ways for players and legends to support their wives or significant others on Mother's Day? Um, so here is here is kind of the tradition of the Pitts household, and we've been doing it a very long time, is we really kind of do it for the entire weekend, but especially on Mother's Day. That other than going to the bathroom, hmm. my wife does not lift a finger. Wow. She is the queen of queens and the princess of princesses. And if, if you ever if you've ever seen Mariah Carey in public, mm-hmm. and if you notice she doesn't really walk, she has right. somebody on each side of her and she kind of floats. Uh-huh. That, that, that's how my wife gets treated on, on, on Mother's Day weekend. Uh, and we make a point. So every every food she wants, every meal she wants, every show, show she wants to watch on the TV, any work that she wants done around the house, whatever it happens to be, whatever she says goes for that entire weekend. And that's just that's just a pay, just just trying to pay back all the love that she gives us that we've had. Well, Chester, this has been amazing, man. Thank you so much. I feel like I know a lot more about your mother. (laughs) Tell your your mother, outstanding job, man. I can can hear it all on the inside of you, man. Thank you so much. This was awesome, man. This Mother's Day. God bless you, brother. Keep up the great work that you're doing. Yes, sir. Yet to come. To provide feedback or request a topic for discussion, email us at nfllegends at nfl.com.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount+, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.